On this limited edition, NFT God and I, Russ Heldman, talk to the real Kev D. Kev D, a uh, big YouTube collector, NFT collector, and all that good stuff. Over 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. So we have him on to discuss his journey in the internet and NFT world. And then we also welcome on the Kraken to uh, chop it up about some do's and don'ts in terms of NFT and crypto taxes, and also his journey into the NFT world and what got him mostly involved, uh, particularly with Top Shot. So all that good stuff coming up next on Limited Edition with yours truly, Russ Elman and NFT God. Let's get it rolling. We're back, everyone, to another edition of Limited Edition right here on Twitch, YouTube, and Periscope. Uh, go, ahead and, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review wherever you are watching. Uh, drop a comment. You know how to do it, people. You know how to do it. Welcome back into the third episode. I got my guy, NFT God, on the other end of the line. I am your host, Russ Heltman. A lot of stuff to get to today. We got Kev D, noted YouTuber and NFT collector, coming on the show in just a few moments to uh, discuss his NFT journey, as we're going to be doing every single weekend. And then we also uh, got a uh, NFT tax expert, expert, right, Jason, coming on the show to discuss all things NFT taxes. He's not really a tax expert, but he's looked a lot into the laws because he has Compared to us, he's a tax expert. To me, yes. He knows way more than I know, and he knows people that know people, so yes. All right. Without further ado, let's uh, let's go ahead and introduce the uh, new logo for Limited Edition and get this thing cooking. There it is. We're back. NFT God, Russ Heltman, and now Kev D, YouTuber and social media extraordinaire, Got the uh, got the got the background behind him that I'm very jealous of. A lot of cool collectibles there. Kev, how are you doing on this? A bunch of cool on, stuff back there. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna have to we'll have to get to some of that uh, later in the interview. Uh, chop it up at the end with some fun. But joining us here on uh, Wednesday, April 14th, Kev, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Great, great. So let's start things off with with why you're here. NFT collector. Uh, you've been really active in the space. How did you get involved and how did you come across NFTs uh, to get, get to where you are now? So basically, I've been a collector for pretty much all my life, as you can tell from the background, like you said. Right. I collect all kinds of stuff. And um, my buddy last year, my buddy Zach, had got me into crypto. He was telling me all about it. I've known about it the whole time, like since it started, but I had never gotten into it. My buddy just said, hey, check it out. You should really try it. So I've been in crypto now for the past year through him. And I guess through something I was watching on YouTube that has to do with my collecting and my crypto, I randomly got a uh, YouTube video like on the recommended bar. And it had said, uh, what are non-fungible tokens? And mm-hmm. I clicked it and here we are now. It was just one click and then down a rabbit hole of everything NFTs. Cool. So what uh, what like actually sucked you in? What was the coolest part about it, do you think, in the beginning? Hmm, probably the simple fact that I'm really into futuristic stuff and technology. And right. I thought that you want to be on the cutting of, edge kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought collecting digitally was a really cool idea. I know that a lot of people do not see it as that. And there's a lot of doubters and FUD and stuff like that when it comes to that stuff. But I saw the future in digital collectibles and I thought it was really interesting. I thought in the future, especially kids who play like FIFA or 2k or all these like Fortnite, and they buy all these skins and stuff they're used to buying digital like every day so i thought in the future for sure that 
they would have no problem collecting digitally. For sure. For sure. My kids spend so much money on those Fortnite skins and Roblox stuff too. Or uh, Roblox. Roblox yeah. Oh man, they bought so many of those things. It was nuts. Like every week they get their allowance. <laughs> they spend it all on that. Or you have the on uh, unlimited edition NFT God and Russ Heltman, your host. Uh, so Kev, how did you get started in, and you said you've been collecting all your life. You've built a following over 50,000 subscribers on YouTube, over 55,000 followers on Twitter. How did you gain such a wide, wide reach in the space and, and what got you started in YouTube particularly over the years? So, uh, I look a little younger than I am. I'm actually about to be 31. So, I've been around for the last 12 years online, working online, doing stuff online. So I've done a lot. I started with music um, around 2010. I did music full time for five years or so. Uh, music led into sponsorships because that was going well. Sponsorships led into like voiceover for advertising and companies, which led into YouTube. And it was just like a rolling cycle, you know, like a snowball effect. And now here I am now. Uh, so it really started from music. Then led to sponsorships and deals and like voiceovers from doing the music into now YouTube, which is like tech and gaming. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I see you you have a lot of uh, your biggest, most popular videos have been kind of how to's and and stuff like that. One of the, mm -hmm. the, the biggest parts of YouTube being the, the, the how to videos. Did you kind of find that niche early on or did you just fall into that? How'd that happen? Well, again, like, being into tech and stuff, I like jailbreak all my consoles. Um, I'm a huge video game player and I love like nostalgic video games. So I love going and playing my old retro games. So I load up on all my ROMs and I'm into jailbreaking all the items. So I started just uploading videos around that, um, uploading videos around how to get like free movies and free TV, just like streaming applications, just stuff that I enjoyed and that I didn't want to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for to enjoy. So I started putting out videos on, like I said, how to watch uh, free movies, free TV, jailbreak, all your consoles. And uh, it, pr it pretty much worked out. I had some issues where last year I had to take a break for almost a full year, but I'm back now. So everything should cool. be up and up. He's ready to roll, yeah. people. He's ready to roll. We got uh, Mark exactly. Travis and R. Dawkins in here saying, what's up? Uh, Brilliant Green back. We got a, we got a oh, subscriber returning. Back. I love it. I love it. Here with Kev D. I am Russ Eltman. He is NFT God. We are your hosts of Limited Edition here on YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. Taking a look at Kev's uh, Kev's two NFTs here on his OpenSea collection. That's the best part about NFTs is I think yeah every single every single platform leaves it pretty much <laughs> public, open for people to view and see. Donut heads and the <laughs> uh, the purple Atari sneakers. What are the backstories behind uh, first donut heads? And then we'll talk about these Atari sneakers a little bit. Um, so basically, yeah, most of my uh, NFTs are pretty much with Top Shot, but the ones I do have on OpenSea, uh, the Atari stuff is because I love nostalgia and like old video games, like I was just saying. And I play a game called Decentraland, which is really cool. It involves like crypto oh, man, and blockchain that's, that's stuff. That's a big one. Yeah, so uh, I got the. So what is for that for people? For people watching and listening that don't, that are like Decentraland. What the hell is that? It's almost like if I could describe it the best way for people to understand it, it reminds me of like Sims, but like on the blockchain with real money and stuff like that. So I got the sneakers for that. And then the donut head is simply just because I'm a huge horror fan. So I got the goosebumps and stuff like that. I love horror. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just thought it was silly and funny. <laughs> There's really no like deep meaning by that one. Hold on, you're going to have to go back to the central land because you met, you just cut out a whole bunch. Tell people what you actually do on this. What? 
what do you you're you're buying like you're buying digitized land and then you can build on that land and you can charge people to cross your land is that how this all works like i know the zed run which is all next week but they actually mm-hmm. have an Atari casino built in the Central Land. Like that's nuts. Yeah, that that's where I got the Atari sneakers. It was for like an event that they had at the okay. casino over there in like some shoe store with a uh, NFT artist. And uh, yeah, the Central Land's pretty crazy. I don't have any land because by the time I had joined, which I thought was early, all the land had already been bought up. So even when you think you're early, you're still like you know what I mean. Even if it, a day in crypto is like a month so you got to be on top of that stuff so that they barely, is it like a like the moment amount like they only al- allow them a limited amount of land to be available every so yeah. often on the platform is that how they control it so it's like one whole lot and then little squares represent each individual piece of land and people buy them i'm on there just like having fun they have like casinos they have art on auctions live shows and like i said it's almost like sims but you're on the blockchain and it's involved in real money. They have an airport. Like, <laughs> I didn't see that one. That. How does that work? It, like, well, what I, don't they... I don't know. I don't have know. You I see any planes you know flying more. in and out of there? Some, some jumbo jets, some Boeing 747, something like that. Yeah, I didn't see Who that knows? one yet, but I wouldn't doubt it. It's it's a huge place. I've been on it a bunch, but even I haven't even come close to exploring everything it has to offer. It's really interesting stuff, though. No doubt. We, no um, doubt. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, I saw that some guy like on uh, he was on Twitter. He spent like six million dollars oh, on geez. a plot of land <laughs> that's basically in the middle of in the middle of like a lot of stuff. He just bought he bought his first, and then he bought all the pieces around him, and now he owns like this big huge plot, and he calls Jeez. it like his kingdom, and he's gonna like he said it's gonna become the most wanted land in the world in like 10 years and he's going to own it for six million dollars i don't know <laughs> hey i wish him the best it's all yeah. an investment it's always an investment whales, man they have unlimited money they can do whatever they want yeah oh, it's pretty man. crazy all right yeah, Kev, so uh so what are you what are you uh what, what is the f- the coolest nft collectible that you think you own right now in kev d's overall collection Oh, just pretty much top shot. I mean, that's where I'm full in. That's where, you know, NFT God had met me from, from the Discord. I'm full in on top shot all day long. Um, well, not all day long. Well, maybe. <laughs> More than I'd like to admit. So I'm on top shot a lot, and we're in the Discord chat and stuff like that. So most of my money, most of my investments, and most of my NFTs are going to be on top shot. And then I have something called Yats, which I'm sure he knows about. And well, yeah. it's... I'm I'm buying emojis. It's <laughs> you buy emojis on the blockchain. It's a whole story. Wait, how many you but, have now? How many you have? Uh, like like fifteen or sixteen or something like that. Like Are string they all of emojis. Four? Are they yeah, all yeah. forty or some threes? Yeah, just five to six dollar ones. I didn't spend hundreds, nah. <laughs> Maybe all, right, all together, all right. but not on individuals. But yeah, most of my NFT stuff is on Top Shot. The open sea, I grab stuff here and there. But I'm sure just like a lot of others, I'm not a huge fan of like paying the gas fees. Um, I just right. don't like it. It's a pain. Um, it's super annoying. That's the only reason I'm not in Zed at the moment is because just like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll grab a withdrawal from Top Shot or something, and then I'll grab Zed. It's just that the gas, once we get on to ETH2 and we go yeah. from proof of work to proof of stake, it's going to change a lot. So right now the gas is hindering a lot. I'd be on OpenSea a lot more. If it wasn't for that's why Flow and NBA oh, Top sure. Shot is doing really well. 
And so, yeah, like, so what do you, when you mean, I, obviously I, I know what you're, we, we, we know what you're talking about, Jason, I do with the gas, but with people watching, what, what does that mean where that's a huge hindrance for you as opposed to top shot where you can, where you can easily purchase stuff with a credit card through the Dapper account? Yes. So basically like anytime you buy anything on OpenSea or any platform that's running on the Ethereum blockchain or similar blockchains, they're going to need gas for the miners that provide the proof of work to make sure Mm -hmm. the transactions are correct over everything. And if you even want to send a dollar or buy something for a dollar, it can cost you upwards of 90 bucks. So, Oh yeah. Nothing's cheap. Now it's $2,300 for one coins. But like two weeks ago, it didn't matter what you bought. The minimum was always going to be like $24 even for the slowest. And that was two weeks ago. It's probably even more now. Yeah, like, and so that can change, stuff. right, with the with the next version of the of Ethereum is what you're saying, Kev? Yeah, it can go over to um, proof of stake instead of proof of work, which will cut out the miners, you know, eating all them gas fees and hoarding up them coins or that. Now, ETH. for the listeners, for whoever doesn't know, a miner is basically – a computer that acts as a node, a part of the thing that breaks down the coding, and it it basically crunches the numbers and spits it out into the blockchain, and they get a they get a percentage of what's going through it, right? Like, yes, is that how if, it works? Uh, whatever miner solves the encryption, you know what I mean? Basically, the puzzle. Yeah. Whoever solves it first provides the proof of work. They keep it. So it's a whole battle with them and um, them hoarding stuff and. Yeah, they're moving over to a new network or new stake staking situation. So hopefully it will work out a lot better with that with these gas situations because it's it's not functional this way. It's really not. No, it's it's crazy. I went to buy just an ETH uh, that the ETH thing where you have like that's your address for all your cryptos, mm-hmm. like what Wade's what Wade's has the ETH at the end, like and a wallet. Yeah. Just, the wallet itself was like $25 and then they wanted like $90 for the gas. I'm like, oh, no way. But real yeah, quick, did you see that? What's, what was, did you guys, I know we were talking about today in Squanch land, <laughs> Squanch land, but, <laughs> but, but did you see the, did you buy any of those at art fasters? Is that what they were called? Oh, the art Vistars or Avastars? Yeah, the new ones. I haven't bought any of those, no, but I, I see no, them all the time. No, 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 no. The new ones. They're, oh, they're, no. They have the name. It's a very similar name to the other ones that, like, what my picture is and all the discords. But it, it's something like they have, like, 90 artists and they have, like, different heads and, like, they different eyes. And, like, oh, wow. it's just, like, it's, like, three-way split. They were selling them today for 0.2 and then they went all the way down before he started to 0.15 ETH because Ether went up, like, what, two, $300 last night or something. But Yeah, it's been on a run. But this, but they're run, It was running today on layer two. Was it? Yeah, I think they have. I have, think they have something similar going on with the, um that open sea with the meta magic. What yeah, do they got going on with that? That's that run. And that's like gasless, right? Once you transfer it to to W to to the wrapped ether, you still oh, have okay. to transfer it. But oh. no, it might still be get. I haven't bought a horse yet off the secondary market so i i don't know but i'm saying layer two is out there in some areas and i don't yeah, know hopefully what next year fully what's that hopefully next year will be fully out you know hopefully well it was supposed to be out last year so yeah well, <laughs> right what are the hindrances behind it is it like just just the technology slow to roll out essentially 
that one is beyond me um that's where the super devs are involved that like it's above my like knowledge and stuff like that i know the basics because i've been in it for a while but as far as that goes i couldn't even begin to tell you but i know that they're having a problem with the miners themselves threatening to do this and that because they don't want it to go to a new oh, for sure. situation so it, mm-hmm. it's above my pay grade <laughs> what's going on over there right. i have a question for you this is this gets back to stuff that we talked about in our uh, private chats tell us about that um I think it's the Constitution or the Bill of Rights that you own a part uh, of. I, oh, I want to hear right. more about that. All right. So uh, there's a platform that I, I'm also involved in fractional sharing, which is like, yeah, you know, basically true. you get a bunch of people together to buy something. You sit on it. You own a percentage of that. And then, you know, later down that line, you auction it off and get a percentage. However, it's sold for maybe it's sold for two, three X. That's how much you're going to get back as far as you put in. Um, the platform is called Rally. They offer really cool stuff, uh, like old Pokemon, old sports collectibles. I own a percentage of a dinosaur skull, uh, dinosaur bones, Rolexes. Um, (laughs) Like I said, soon the Declaration of Independence. uh, Just uh, things that you could. Does Nicholas Cage have to steal it for you first before you can get it? He he might be the one who provided it. I don't know, but. At the at the end of the day, they I don't know, I, I guess it's through funding. They got like a huge round of funding and they were able to buy, buy pieces that belong in museums, uh, truthfully, and allow you to just with a group of people fractionally own it. So, yeah, I'm getting ready to own the slightest sliver of the Declaration of Independence. And I'm going to uh, cherish that little sliver of the Declaration, too. Real quick, um, our, our Dawkins just asked, will we ever get fractional sharing in Top Shot? Have you heard There's about talks this? about it? I've heard of tons of people talk about it because you know you know people want to fractionally own uh, LeBron legendary. I bet people do do it. I bet there are people that do it. They have it like in one account that's like an escrow for everybody else. And I mean that's what uh, Whale Vault does. Yeah, same thing for sure. So for I, sure, I could you see, trust the person. I could see why not. Way. You know why not have it? I'm sure people would love to be a part of it. I could see myself fractionally buying into some crazy huge LeBron piece or something like that, that I normally couldn't afford on my own. It makes, makes you feel a part of it and also gives you opportunity to make money without having to have the big bags that like a lot of rich people sure. have. It's just, it's just create an opportunity. Like uh, what's it? The, uh, the LeBron um, cosmic, like though there's what 49 of them. Something like that. I, I'll never own one. No, no way. They're like, I bet the cheapest one, I don't even look at that stuff, but I'm guessing the cheapest one's like $200,000 or something. They're crazy. Like everything's crazy when you get to those, um, those early adopter pieces, mate, that we couldn't, that we didn't see. Well, you can't yeah, even get wish. those. Mm-mm. No, they're selling those on it. Uh, is it heritage auctioning or something? Yeah. I seen them in the group. Like, I think it's like together as like a whole lot or I may be mistaken. From no, they're selling there was... individually. They sold like 15 oh, now. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's how, well, that's how some of the earlier adopters got in, how they're getting their money out of Topshop quicker than they would usually is by doing it that way. Smart. It is. Um, so, I have a, oh, yeah, go ahead. What, go ahead. Jason. I want to ask about his stuff in the background, man. It looks pretty <laughs> sweet. I like that locker. Look. Yeah. Desc- <laughs> de- describe your, uh, your collection behind you, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you roll out of here, Kev. So, um, the locker, I mean, it's just like, for me, I don't know. I wanted a Nickelodeon green. I'm a huge fan. I grew up in the 90s, so I got like a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. 
I got my M&M yeah. playing basketball, you know, represent Top Shot. Uh, some <laughs> calls, art pieces, some Jurassic Parks. And I do play Fortnite. I actually do. So I got a bunch of Fortnite stuff on there. Uh, Are you good? a bunch of crazy stuff. I, I like to think I am. <laughs> I like you- to think I am. How much? What's your what's your ranking or whatever on it? I don't I don't play it, so I don't, uh, know I don't even. Yeah, I don't even think it goes by ranking. But there's a bunch of people who are better than me, and I'm better than a bunch of people. So I'd say right there in the median. <laughs> I bet my kid beat you before. <laughs> it could I'm, have. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you played play other game, Player Unknown. Oh, so what the battlegrounds? No, I didn't play that. I just know the name. My one of my gamer buddies. That's like his favorite game ever made. Is Player Unknown. I like the Oculus stuff. I like that. Uh, I think it's called a uh, Project. No, something one. Project. Yeah, I, got, I got the Oculus. I got the Oculus. Do you, have the, do you have the game I'm talking about? Something one. Operation one. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, I, I, I'll talk to you later about it. And make sure you join. Because I suck yeah, at I it. I need, it I need some tips. <laughs> Yeah, oh, my glasses—they—they they always rub. So I have to get something to figure out the 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 headset. No, no. My glasses mess it up. Is that the new one? Is that the Oculus yeah. Quest Two? Yeah. Oh, so I, I, I hop on when I get my glasses fixed, like something for that. Oh, I wear glasses and it's perfect. But I don't. Yours look bigger. Right? I have like I have wire glasses. Yeah, I, so I got the nerdy glasses, the classic nerd glasses. <laughs> my wife always tells me to get those glasses. I'm like, ah. I've had them before, but they slide down. But I'm not gonna get all that. But I'll text you later about the other thing for sure. Sounds good. I appreciate right, you guys Kev, having me on. Where, I really do. Where can people find your stuff? Find your work, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Where can they check you out? Yeah, you can so post my... it right in the comments. Oh, right here. Can I? Yeah, you could go ahead and post well, some just... links in there before you leave. Yeah. All right. So my YouTube is uh, youtube.com slash collector Kev. I pretty much just follow stuff on video games, technology, anything in the technology world I cover. Uh, Twitter is at Hey Kev D and same with the Instagram. So I'm usually on Twitter the most in YouTube. Cool. Cool. All right, Kev. It was was a lot of fun having you on tonight, man. We'll definitely be in touch. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Thank you. All right, Jason, we now welcome on uh, a guest that I think you know very well. The Kraken is going to be joining us right now to discuss NFT taxes. Jason, I'll go ahead and give the floor to you to uh, lead the discussion here with the Kraken. Welcome. Welcome to Limited Edition, my man. Uh, excited to have you on. Hello. How are you? How you guys you hear me today? Good, good. How yeah, do I can hear you, you guys. Want... Hear me all right? Yes. What do you want to What's go that? by? You want to go by the Kraken? Oh, you can go there by that. Go. Uh, yeah, go by the crack. Hey, you can go by my real name, Scott. Why not? All right, Scott. So I know Scott from the Actually, same you know place. A, uh, he's like, I want the crack. Maybe the crack. Like, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> Only get so many yeah. times to be called the crack. Why not? Uh, you uh, know he, what? He hey, told, yeah. He told me how he yeah. got the name today, but we, we, we won't be discussing all that. <laughs> um, no, no. I no. met him. I met him in a couple of the um, – he's in a couple of the discords with me at Top Shot. And uh, from what I know of him is he's one of the – not the early adopters. He wasn't in the beginning, but he came in a little bit later, and he has one of the highest accounts I know of personally from anybody in Top Shot. And um, he was also telling me today that he has friends that uh, do tax stuff. He has friends in, uh, I don't know, IRS, but SEC and things of that sort. So if you don't mind, I, you could – you can tell us a little bit about yourself, then we can get into that. 
Yeah, you know, I, I started off on this where uh, I was doing sports cards, been doing it all my life. Uh, took a break when, you know, you go clown around in college, you kind of you lose it a little bit. And then uh, with the pandemic, got back into it with some friends that were making some good money in cards. And then a few friends that were getting into uh, blockchain and crypto, every stuff I wasn't even involved in. And they brought me in because they knew I was a fantasy junkie. I mean, I have, I don't know, 30 different fantasy teams run like 15 different leagues. I mean, I'm all over the place. I got a NASCAR league, a golf league, everywhere. And they brought me in to kind of take my fantasy perspective with the card perspective to see if it applied the top shot. And that was back in September. And I kind of blew it off a little bit, but then got back in in October. And it, I mean, just like now, it was flat for a bit and it shot up and I was at the breaking point kind of in December and was right there. And I'm like, I don't know if this is really me. And then the combination of the pain from uh, paper compared to this, I'm sick of spreadsheets and I just dove head first. I just lit up a credit card, lit it straight yeah. on fire at like the exact right day. And it, it worked out great for me. I mean, it was, you know, hollows for 500 bucks. Oh, you had like legendary that. packs. Weren't legendary packs just sitting there un, unclaimed? Nobody wanted them? They, they, would, go. they would go. Um, I was, I actually was in Disneyland or Disney World during the legendary finals and just blew it off because I didn't really think, eh, it's kind oh. of an expensive pack. And I, my buddy was going to give me the entire finals rare set for free just because he had extra and he wanted someone to be able to complete <laughs> the challenge. But wow. I didn't answer my phone. Yeah, that was that was a swing and a miss. But there was like ten other guys that didn't answer him either. You know, so oh, yeah, it was sure. it was a it was a different world. You know, Western Eastern didn't sell out. Got game didn't sell out. I mean, now people oh, fight sure. over spending two hundred dollars for got game. A thousand dollars for that new one. Yeah. And everybody's pissed that they didn't get one. So so you got in before it went to the public, because October. Yeah. I don't know what day October. So you it got into October. Right yeah, it was one of okay. his five invites. He got his uh, his girlfriend, his sis, and his uh, two sisters in, and uh, his brother in. And they so all, we all did jumped it in, in September. Yeah, they all did it in September, and they're all shoot. They're combined like twenty mil, I think, between like the family. Like it's insane, and yeah, it was it's on sure. a much lower level than we all invested. Oh, first for sure. family of Top Shot. Oh, for yeah. sure, man. Well, yeah. Hey. But you also to think back then, would you guys have like four hundred to a thousand people? You guys were basically everybody that was just basically trading cards between each other. There was no marketplace like, like before October or something. It was all way different from what I heard. I actually seen some of the screenshots from back in like July and August. It's funny the stuff they used to talk about because there was like nothing to do. Like there's no marketplace. It was like, I don't know. It's just funny reading the old stuff and now seeing the new stuff, especially when you see like um, some of – I'm not going to say everything I saw, but you see some cool stuff that is pretty cool that it came from there and now is there because cause you didn't know what it was going to be back then. Nobody did. I mean, now it just blew up in like uh, three days after I joined, so middle of January. But back – that's why there was packs laying around because nobody knew. It's just – it was just something that nobody was really in because they didn't know who was going to join. You know what? You got where, yeah. Yeah. I got, well, I got lucky, but it was, uh, you know, going into it and comparing cards. Cause I was ramping up. I didn't start messing with cards again after I did like 
15 years of it when I was little, like from like five years old. And then I busted yeah. out all my old cards. I was actually super impressed by, uh, you know, second, third grader, everything immaculate condition, by number, nice. order, perfect. I'm finding Kobe rookie cards. Like Did you crazy keep them like, with the you growing up or like at your mom's house or something? Or where, where'd you keep them to keep them in such a my parents' house? Because I was conditioned. My dad had like Mickey Mantle cards, like crazy Johnny wow. Bench autograph mitt. Whoa. He had everything. His mom dumped the whole lot of it while he was at college. So I heard oh. that story many times. Oh, I mean, it was millions of dollars worth of sports cards. Oh just and straight up policed. Oh, at a Saginaw garage sale, just torched. Oh, and no. This, yeah, and I think his, uh, my aunt probably got all the money off of it, too, while he was away at oh, Michigan no. State. Yeah, so it that horror on. story that horror story made me keep that much better care of all these. So when <laughs> I came back and I messed with cards, I'm in sales, and I get put in spreadsheets left and right. And when I notice how many spreadsheets and how many different gaps you can have, during the card process of getting fleeced on someone swapping out cards, you get the wrong grader that day that's pissed off. There's so much human error and so many nefarious characters and so many damn spreadsheets. I was just so sick of it because I have to track everything on an Excel sheet. I have enough of that for work. And you come in the top shot, it's all organized. It's all neat. Yep. You know exactly where something is. It's not 75 different databases for pricing. And Right when I realized how it, prices were creeping up and I got a bunch of hollows, but like four Rudy Westbrook and four uh, or, or Rudy Gobert and Russ uh, Westbrook, but all what eight of them for like two grand. I mean, right now, not one of those. I mean, that's like what an eighth of the cost of any of them. And I saw everything just start shooting up and I just started pumping money in right there. But uh, unfortunately, I kept going a little too hot when uh went a little too far on the uh, for the drop. But uh, all in all, I mean, it's made my life easier with having kids, family, you know, instead of for the hard sure. world. Love it. I have a question for you real quick. Um, uh, someone's asking, what do you think about the MLB will take off with the they have the MLB. Do you see what they have going on with uh, oh, cops? Yeah. I, I'm very think, familiar. Are, so, you, are you in? I mean, I put a toe in the water here and there, but the fact of the matter is it's not any – It's you're not adding rarity. You're taking physical cards and copy it. Panini, Panini's already done this jam. And my they card buddies, it. the reason why all my card friends, not besides the fact that they were locked up with tons of cash and cards – was that it was busted the panini thing failed they all called it trash so they didn't even give top shot a chance back in september when i asked them about it because they thought it was the same thing as panini but it's not there's so much more utility with the videos and after For I sure mean, maybe I, maybe i'm spoiled with top shot but wait who said that you who said that to you a bunch of my card buddies that are just locked up in the card game and they still refuse to go to top shot all of them oh but what do you, what's your take on why Tops went to uh, Wax instead of to Flow? Like, what's that all about, you think? I'm guessing like, it has something to do. I think it's a top guy at Tops. It's a Disney executive and some of those other guys going to Wax, and maybe that's the plan. And probably they didn't get a sweetheart deal over the NBA. And 
you know, they want to differentiate themselves. Baseball guys, they're the hardest one that's going to be the, you oh. know, flip over to here, you know, the, the purest. So that's going to be the hardest so flip. Bad. And they're the you know what, there's no, yeah. And the rarity on these, if you're physically printing 880,000 rookie cards of Fernando Tatis, and then you're going to go print 100,000 of them via blockchain, you're just diluting your own product in, in my oh. book, because you're, if you're saying paper and NFTs are the same, that they're both physical property, you're diluting your current product. And to me, it's kind of, you had an opportunity to do a video. I don't know if that's a batting practice video. There's no excitement in the actual moment. It could just be Tatis at spring training. You don't know if it's him hitting a home run in the playoffs or at spring training. I mean, I need right, some Right, because the top I didn't shot think, has, yeah. has the defined differences yeah. in the highlight. Versus it's, yeah. I mean, you, all you got yeah, behind that, the player is the different catcher. <laughs> and, yeah. and another thing is, I think they used, like, one of the worst damn car designs you could ever find to do this. Like, why would you pick that set to do it with? Like, there's so many better looking sets. Like, oh, oh, I, I don't know. But my card collecting buddies, they're going to buy it. I mean, they're the ones who told me about Top Shot. There's like, as I told everybody uh, a couple episodes ago, there's 10 of us. We all joined together and they're going, we all got, I got a free pack. Did you sign up for the free pack? Anyone? You'd be like um, the first 10,000 people. That was not me. What's that? Yeah, that was not me. I didn't sign up, but I've signed up for just about everything else. I missed that boat. I, I just get killed on anything wax. I buy it and immediately it just goes like, it's, it's not worth anything. Like, well, I don't know why, but that stuff just, you buy it and it just it just goes down immediately. Well, one piece of information I got from the card guys, which I thought was very interesting. I know Tops has a license for the uh, cards, right? So they can use the team logos and everything. The MLB yes. is not connected to this play at all, from no. what I've heard. No, it's just this the is PA, right? They yeah they they own the license for those pictures for the cards. But since NFTs are considered property, they can print it as NFTs. And a lot of them were saying that it's really not a push from the MLB. So I don't think the players are getting any any additional money outside of just oh. general revenue. So if that's the and I could be wrong. Anyone can correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. But my uh, card group of guys were all pumping that. They're like, I don't think this is a big push by the MLB. You see tops everywhere. You don't see MLB everywhere. They announced that they have MLB product, but it's hmm. not a big push by the MLB where the NBA yeah. is, you know, they're all for it and they have a Over, agreement so and they're pushing. Are they allowed to use the jerseys and the team logo on the cards? They, they yeah. can for the cards because they have that. It's just, you know, it's just like uh, you purchase, hey, we can print as much as we want of this photo. And yes. then you start putting it on poster boards, doing things like that, whatever it may be. They were talking about how it's, you know, they have the exclusive right for this photo. That's it. So whether well, you print it on paper or make it into an NFT, no, I get it. I get it. you pay a certain amount per. So it's not, it's them, Tops taking it to the next level, not Tops yeah, and MLB. You know? I wonder how this is going to end. I mean, that could, uh, that could uh, help Panini get that uh, brand in there. I mean, who knows? I mean, well, the, if MLB gets made, MLB is like, they're the last of any of the sports to do anything innovative. It, it's just so like the guy came in 
the guy came and like do a bat flip or point and he gets like he gets beamed the next time he's up at bat. It's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> oh, all right. So it looks so, like uh, the um, so it looks like they are doing it with Major League Baseball and the Players Association. But I don't know what the I don't know what the revenue breakdown is exactly. I'm I would I guess it, it's just yeah. like cars, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. What were you going to say, Jason? I was just going to respond to Panther. I did get a free pack. I signed up. There you go. All right. Uh, Kraken. So do you uh, want to, is there any other, uh, is there any particular tax knowledge that you wanted to, to, to expunge on the people before you leave or, or you, you, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so have you, have you tapped out, tapped out your, uh, tapped out your dollars so far? What do you got? Yeah. So for the tax stuff, I talked to guys that are, uh, you know, working in different industries within the government and uh, talking to guy, uh, talking to my tax guy who uh, I'm not, I'm not too complicated. I don't have a bunch of different businesses, a bunch of different properties. So I'm pretty easy to go, but I put them in uh, into the knowledge of top shot. I actually got my tops, uh, my tax guy in the top shot. And then I also got yeah. my, uh, I also got my uh, investment guy in the top shot too. I go, Hey, mess around. Wow. I'll text you, tell you exactly what to do. Uh, they're both younger guys. One guy I went to school with. I'm like, mess around with this and come up with all the questions. And basically between the guys that work in the different agencies, tax guys, uh, investment guys, they're all like, there's so much gray area where our law doesn't really capture NFTs. They're like, right now, as long as you're not dropping in 50 grand dumps from Coinbase into your bank account, that has no re- rationale behind it. Like, I don't see a big issue. Like, if you're making a ton of money, yeah, you know, you 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 could end up getting some stuff for it. But you pay a penalty. It's a small penalty, whatever it is. But right now, NFTs are kind of like the wild wild west. But that could change though by the end of the year. So you got to mm-hmm. be cautious on that. Keep track. I mean, you can write off every five percent fee that you've paid on every transaction. And if you're like me who can't stop moving, who's making like, I don't know, 20 moves a day, no matter what, there's a lot of 5% fees that added up. So when you take a 50 grand profit, it's really not, you you got different things to write off and, you know, different losses, but they're saying treat it more like, you know, capital gains tax, like a stock, not a collectible, even though it says it's a collectible, but, then again, I explained the rules of like, uh, hey, I'm and, you know, what if you're trading with people? How do you track that? It's mm-hmm. I can't imagine from what I've seen on the, you know, on TV with government officials, how they talk about stuff happening on the Internet for wiretapping, for NFTs, blockchain. They don't know what's it. It's just so much gray area. Yes, they need to improve it there. But I mean, if you're taking five grand out as a profit, you're not going to get blasted in the head. You know, it's no. just real be quick, smart with I, the money. Standard ten grand. I want to say one, a couple of things real quick. As everybody always says on our shows, this is not financial advice. Nobody here is no, giving you financial. Advice I have no financial at degree degree at all. If no. Any, yeah, no financial degree. I have. Uh, I, I'm a sales rep, so if anything, maybe you don't trust me. Who knows? I, I, I negotiate and I sell stuff for a living. So yeah, it's someone fun. down here someone down here wrote, if you make a mill, better talk to someone before liquidating, which is definitely true. Talk to your Absolutely. accountant. Yeah. Financial advisor. 
Yeah, and uh, you know what? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, get, I was going to say, get your uh, get your tax guy, get your finance guy, get him in the top shot. They'll enjoy it later. They'll there make you some go. money. Maybe they'll cut a little bit off the top of uh, what they're charging it, lower your fees, and then you got something uh, to talk about when you sit in that stale meeting, you know. And then you're both profiting. You're both happy. There you go. The Kraken's selling it perfectly right there as a salesman. Yeah, should. I love it. Absolutely. So, um, so I think it, I, honestly, I'm I'm guessing they're gonna have. I think you're gone, or I'm gone. No, I, I when I was you. doing my um when I was doing my taxes this okay. year, just uh a little uh, inside baseball. The they had the cryptocurrency and stuff. Like I had to log all my Ethereum and, and Bitcoin and stuff. You had to log every transaction that you made on the blockchain. So I'm sure that's how they're gonna they're gonna do it next year, which is lovely. Just love adding another uh, another another aspect of the tax. But I I did see on the notes though that they're gonna give us a uh, a I guess a breakdown of what our expenses are for Top Shot. What that oh. detail is, I don't know, because I have like a ledger at the end of the year with all the transactions. I hope it's something that shows every dollar that comes in and out of your dapper, whether it's a failed transaction or not. That's my hope. Right. Fingers crossed. Or I have oh, about yeah, like six, you. or I have like sixty hours worth of breaking down different items because I had some uh I, I, I got some double charges and things I gotta sort out with with that, but I'm not putting the work in now to uh if they're just gonna hand that to me on a platter in a week. I'm sick of spreadsheets, as I said before. Yeah, no, why would you do it that. yourself if if they could just do it in their own system for sure? Definitely. You were talking yeah. about that. It was like it was like one or two days. Like how many double transactions did you have in like it, one or two days? It was like one of those days where it's absolute madness. You you know how it was when you first started and it was blowing up and oh, people yeah, were just sure. smash smashing buttons, just ripping off thousand dollars left and right. I had it where I was getting items. It was saying approved. Money was le- like I had eight grand in my dapper. I spent that thing so quick, but then I noticed there were some failed transactions. I wasn't buying minimum ask, but then at the end of the day, there was money trickling back in. But I looked at what I actually landed. It's it was less than eight thousand, but then my dapper went from eight thousand to zero, and then I also had eight thousand on my credit card. So it was charging my credit card and Dapper at the same time, but then oh. actualizing. And I added up all of my tr- all my transactions, the exact sales price, and it was like seventy eight hundred bucks. But I went from eight thousand to zero, and then my credit card I noticed the week later had eight thousand dollars in charges on it. So Jeez. I'm, I, I would say always with buying anything online, you know, when you have these failed transactions, keep track of it. It's hard though if you're going to spaz out like me and buy 500 things and just go nuts with it, you know, taking eight thousand dollars and lighting it on fire. Um, but they were, you know, it was when they announced badges and I saw, you know, run it back. All these guys are rookies. I got to get it. That's a Giannis rookie. Give it to me now. And I'm just like hammering buttons. And yeah, I don't even know, man. I'm afraid I don't even go look now. I haven't, I haven't looked because I had a lot of those failed transactions and I never really looked. And I, I was using two different bank accounts to do all my transactions. Real quick, I just want to answer a couple of these guys' questions. Uh, gas fees. There, there are no gas fees. I mean, it's all it's in a centralized thing, so 
They left. You can't, me, you you know? can't write off. You can't write. No, you can't write off gas fees off your taxes. No, you cannot. Yeah. Why not? It's a fee. Why not? I really. I don't think you can. You can't write. You can't write the exchange fees off your taxes. Why not? Why would you that, be able to? I don't know. I would. Th- I thought I could. It's part of the transaction. I I don't know that answer. Do you, Kraken? I mean, I know when I when I did my Bitcoin and all my taxes this year, I was not allowed to write off the. No, you were not. The Bitcoin like Coinbase fees, I wasn't allowed to. I don't. That I don't know about. I, well, no, that's, that's something fee. I will ask after the show, though. Yeah. Yeah, like the like the the dapper fee that you might be able to, because you're per like you're purchase you're not purchasing Bitcoin or actual currency you're purchasing no, but that's the moment fee, so but that's the fee to get but that's the fee to get the currency this is the fee to get the moment so i i get where your logic's at on why you can't write off the fee why you're confused too because it's the fee to get something it's a fee to get a you know a currency or property but i'm going to ask the question at least i'll respond back to both of you guys. yeah and that's at the thing it's so young the- yeah. This yeah, is the first sure. year that they've actually had because last year I know they put the question on your taxes. Do you have any Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? And I clicked yes, but they didn't have a for. I don't think I think they were just they just had it as a questionnaire on the form, but they didn't have an actual way to tax it because I didn't have to pay taxes on it last year. But this year they actually had. had the hey, Ben, Ben Jammin's on. Hi, Ben. What's up? I was talking to him earlier. We were in the um, on a. Whatever that thing is, Apple only. I don't have it on my phone. Clubhouse? Oh, Club- Clubhouse. Clubhouse, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I was Clubhouse in his Clubhouse cool. earlier today. Um, Clubhouse. I have something to say. Um, what yeah, I'm doing one more for Kraken, and then we'll we'll wrap this we'll wrap this puppy up. Yeah, tonight. we'll wrap it up. I just want to say a real couple quick things. Um, I actually have an LLC set up right now. And I have it as it's going to be this, this limited edition pretty much. And if you set up your LLC and you do plan to pay taxes, you can actually set up an LLC as being like a collector of cards. And um, if you're spending your day doing research and everything to collect these cards, like, I don't know if they're going to really consider these right now, as he said, they're considered um, either short or long-term. Is a, there's a, actually a big difference between short and long-term um, mm-hmm. uh, equity gain or not equity gains. Um, you have to pay a different amount of tax on them. I think it's like one year or less for short and uh, over a year for long. And it's like a difference between 15% and 25% of taxes or something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me. I, I just read a couple of the like New York time articles and stuff, but as if you set up an LLC and you are actually um, spending real time and in investing and looking up stuff and everything, you can actually write off like whatever percentage of your office square footage of your office in your house you're using to do that research and everything so if your office is 25 percent of your house you can write off your 25 percent of your mortgage your um your taxes your electric your internet everything and i mean yeah. you can't really write, you can't write off your car but at me doing this show and other things i actually took it up another notch so it's gonna be harder for them to actually refute what i'm saying and i I actually recorded all the I, I spent at least three three hundred of my own personal hours researching NFTs since January. So I recorded everything. I have all the web pages. 
I'm saying you guys, whoever whoever's going to owe taxes at the end of yeah t- capital gains, who's ever going to owe taxes at the end of the year, you might want to consider uh, calling an accountant or or a financial lawyer and setting up some kind of corporation or something just just to basically shelter some of these uh, fees and whatnot because you don't want to get slammed with all these things, especially if they if you get if you get some, as he said, you get some just asshole guy having a bad day that day, and he wants to come down on you. I mean, yeah. The one one thing I have noticed though, when you write off that workspace, I've done that where I have sales on the road, no plant, no office. Yeah, you tend to get under the microscope a little bit faster on those taxes. So maybe if you're pulling out thirty, forty, fifty, you don't want to put yourself under the microscope on that because when you do that then they pick apart how you're writing enough because people you know take it yes. to the next level they say the entire basement and first floor is my office you know it's like well no, you have a you thousand square foot apartment you can't write off 800 square feet at that no. manhattan loft you know that that doesn't work like they, <laughs> no. they that that is something they quickly can rip apart but if, i mean if For you sure. have a legitimate sure. office and you can point it out yeah, it's probably worth it, especially if you're spending as many hours as you are. Then you can, you know, dial into that. But it is something that does that I've heard will actually get them to put a second look over when you have that office space you're writing off and the electrical and the gas and the water. They will. It does. It it could. It has another layer, I guess. So to say. It does. As some who's ever seen the show earlier, I, I'm a I'm an attorney. I used to be like a, kind of a partnership with a guy, and uh, we didn't really have an office. Like we did our first couple of years, and then we just went to like a it's like a remote office where if I ever had to meet a client, basically I meet only clients to get the money. I'd show up there in a conference room and talk to them and everything. And then I did all my work at home. And by the end of the year, I won't get into how much I made, but my wife actually went back to college and qualified for a Pell Grant. And and there's no way in hell, I, I, like basically by the time all my deductions came out, like I wrote off everything, and mm-hmm. I think my income at the end of the year showed up to like fifteen or twenty five thousand dollars. It was like it was nothing, and she got a Pell Grant. And also, what the cracker was telling me earlier, he said something that today on the show that he said something different earlier, is do not put more than ten thousand dollars at a time into your bank. Nine nine yes. nine nine. I think Please don't. That banks have to disclose every dump of fresh money in of ten grand. Yeah. And maybe not go nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> but no, five five thousand dollar pullouts on the top shot is fine. Yeah. Out of anything is fine. But once you start making, well, actually, you know what? It kind of fits in mind because I run so many fantasy leagues. And how many Venmo transactions I have dumping into my account? I have four or five thousand dollar transactions that drop into my account on a regular basis before Top Shot, just from running so many fantasy leagues, March Madness pools. So if they look yes. at it, it's probably standard business for my for my uh, my account because I mean I have March Madness. It's like you know a bunch of twenty dollar transactions dropping into my account left and right. So for me to go and take five grand and dump it in is the exact same thing. And I took this year off March Madness pools because it was top shot kind of consumes me. 
And I don't have time for that nonsense right now, tracking people down for 20 bucks. No, that's, I do that. That's a young, too. that's a, that's, that's a young man's game. I do that stuff too. And, um, Ooh, we got breaking news on the show, fellas. What's yeah. that? Cool Cats drop tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern. 92,500 packs, $14 each. Wait, 92,000 yeah, packs? Yep. Oh, I cannot wait to be done with the Cool Cats and just get my Lamello. That's all I, I've been waiting for this thing for like, what, three months almost? Oh. I, want, I want the real Lamello back. That's what I want right now. Yeah. All right, well, on that well, news, quick, fellas. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, yeah, don't do not put ten thousand dollars as he just said, do it in chunks, man. Do it like maybe three, four thousand dollars of chunks out. Do it like that. I mean, don't once you do Here. once you do a ten thousand dollar withdrawal into your bank, hmm. they have to as he said, they have to send something up to somebody in the government about something. Haven't did you ever seen yeah. that movie? Yeah. Uh well, Wolf of Wall Street, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> they told us all that. Yeah. Yeah, every single gangster movie and every single drug yeah. movie ever made ever. Yeah, yeah, you do it in small quantities, and it's it's not illegal to well, it's not illegal to do so. But you, the second you do, you create more work for them legally. They can't bend the rules; they have to do it. So yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess around with that. I mean, everyone's being above board here. It just creates another layer for yourself. It's true. All right. True. Um, All right, that was the Kraken people. We thank him very much for being on the program. Yeah, coming out. Yeah, man, it was a lot Appreciate of fun having you on, and we will be in touch for sure. Thank you. For sure. Yeah, I'll talk to Thanks you later. Yep, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, this Jason, week. you want to do uh, – do we have any giveaways tonight before we uh, bounce yeah, I out do. here? I do. I say, I say one thing that's pretty cool. So I met that guy a few days ago, actually, on Discord. Or a bunch of us are in a bunch of uh, – me and him, we're in like three or four um, different – the scores together and i found out he only lives like 10 miles away from me <laughs> and he's got the got all the red wing stuff yeah he does i i gave up on the lions i don't i don't like hockey so <laughs> <laughs> there you go well thank you to the kraken that was great stuff he was yes, a thank lot of fun you. to have on and let's close out the show jason if you want to all right i'm gonna do a off. couple giveaways here let's should let i do i need to pick a time uh yeah just let me pull up something though real quick all right uh I just share entire nope, it won't let me do that. Application window. Nope. All right, I'll share this screen, I guess, first. All right, so here's my my wax account. Ooh, I got that T-Rex guy. I'm not giving away him. Uh I have something cool. Hold on. I just showed this stuff yesterday. Uh I don't know what is cool. Like I saw this a dude. This is the monster that, collection, right? On wax. Yeah, this is Godzilla. Godzilla. Most of it is. I'm probably I'm gonna watch that tonight. That reminded me. There you go. I'm gonna make oh, some I dinner. Took I took my kid last week to see it. How was it in theaters? Was it was it worth it? Was it solid? Yeah, yeah. It's a really fun movie. Nice. Um, All right, I'm excited. Here, let me transfer it by this. I'll go uh lowest. Look at the good karma from Brilliant Green here. Saying, keep me out, fellas. I won last week. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Yeah. Ah, I'll give away a Street Fighter. They're on the top. I don't there you know go. Who's what kind of Street Fighter? Can you see them? Yeah, I can see them. 
All right. I don't even know if anything is worth. Uh, my suggestion is if you guys buy, if you guys get this, they're they went down in value from. All right, here we go. Here's a good one. This one. This is actually Godzilla. Uh, it's a super rare. So this is actually a pretty good one. It's thirty-one out of four twenty-two. So, uh, yeah, just pick a time. Just pick a time. I got or, Jason. Your Twitter's at or Top Shot Fanatic, right? At Top Shot Fanatic. Yes, at Top Shot Fanatic. Tyler is asking, "What's uh, what's my Twitter?" Is at Russ Heltman eleven Tyler, and he is at Top Shot eleven or at Top Shot Fanatic. And we are about to give away this original sketch, Mega Godzilla. All right, here we go. Do I need to pick a time? Yeah, just. Yeah, just yeah, pick a time. All right, how about nine twenty eight? So this is gonna tell everybody in the future when you when you pop in the show, at least say hi. It's Red Dawkins, who I think is Panther. Our Dawkins twelve thousand? Yeah, but he I read somewhere he said it was Panther. So Panther um Panther Rob. Is that what yep. it was? Panther right, Rob, okay. you are the winner. Let's Congratulations. see. Congratulations. Let's see. What is that? 928. Panther Rob. Do you think MLB will take off like Top Shot? Yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll do that. Every single comment that wins, we'll bring it up and kind of close out the show with it. I don't think what? so, Jason. I don't think the MLB NFTs would take off like Top Shot because no. it's not as unique. The, it's, the highlights aren't as unique. You can only have really one pool to grab highlights from, and that's defensive plays, I would think, right? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be even close because it's on wax and it's it's just a picture of nothing. I, right, and I it's know. not its own platform. That's the thing. It's on wax versus versus Top Shot has its own website, database, user base, all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all wax. I think wax would be good in the future because they got a lot of good stuff. They have a lot of good companies that are giving them partnerships, but overall, I just I just don't love it. Like, but I love all the stuff. I love so much stuff that they have. It, they're just ruining it, kind of. I guess. All right, so here, here's my next one. It is going to be a Doctor Who. All right, here we go. I'm going to guess. Yeah, I'll do one more. So Doctor Who. I'm going to go with. Wait, wait. Let me let me find it first. Okay. Stop. All right. I'm going to give a good one, too. I'm not going to give a crappy one. Um, I would give you a pack if I could, but I don't think you're allowed to give a pack. So let's go to my collection. I have to click that or something. Oh, by the way, I went out and I bought a, um, a Ethernet extender, I guess you would call it, where it runs through my electricity Cable. now. Is that what you're running on now? Oh, uh, yeah. I got the thing you plug in the wall, or you plug in, and then I, I plug the one by, by my router in. Hard uh, it's wired. Not, oh, here it is. Okay. What's that? I said we're hardwired up in here, people. Well, yeah. I got a hardwire through my electricity now. It's uh, it's called, like, um, power line. All right. I love it. I love it. Let me go to a filter real quick. This will only take a second and we're done. 
if this site works. Come on, this site's broke now. Here, I'll just tell you what. Whoever wins, uh, find me on Twitter. I'm going to send you a um, a legendary black diamond frame. They're the best cards you can get. How about that? I, I, well, Atlas Helmet 11 on Twitter, people. He is at Top Shot Fanatic. And I am going to guess, let's see, we'll go with later in the show. How about 947? All right, who's that? Let's see. It is Brilliant Green, but he's out, so pick a new one. Okay. Um, 933. Uh, closest without going over is Patrick Joseph. He actually did our whole background for us, so I don't mind giving him it. <laughs> there you go. How about that? That's fate right there, people. So Patrick Joseph, yeah. shout out to Patrick for people uh, just seeing our new added background behind us with the uh, – Oh, show another thing. Show me the other un- thing you made. Unlimited, limited edition sign. Oh, yeah. For people that have not seen it yet, we also have the new uh, moving logo. How about that? We got the lights, got the yeah. got the lightning, got the fire. We are rolling here on limited edition uh, with my guy, NFT God. I am Russ Heltman. And this has been a fun show, people. Hour-long show. A lot of uh, great stuff, great information batted back and forth. Had the Kraken on to discuss uh, his journey in the NFT, some of the knowledge that he's picked up along the way, getting in the top shot very early, and then obviously Kev D on to start things off, one of the uh, one of the bigger collectors of NFTs and oh, overall sure. overall just knickknacks. The guy is full of them. He's a huge collector and got a nice big following on Twitter and um, YouTube. So you can go ahead and follow him there. Go. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Oh, before we go um... – Talk about our show next week. Next week, it's all Zed Run, right? We got full Zed Run panel. It's going to be me, you, six other guests as well. You want to go ahead and eight, preview that with eight guests? It's eight. yeah, that's right. Eight, me, you, and eight other guests as well. Sorry, I get it all. Get all this combined. It's gonna that's gonna test my moderator skills right there next week, Jason. It's we're gonna. It's probably gonna go. It's probably gonna go like two hours because these guys have a lot to talk about. So you need to. Take your Gatorade or whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good show. So we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Who's coming on, Jason? I, told, I previewed it. Um, I, I don't know for sure yet, but I think we're going to have one of the actual creators of Zed Run on. And we're going to have the two largest stable owners on. They're both Australian. And we're going to have the two largest U.S. stable owners on. And we're going to have uh, one guy that he's starting up a whole – like this can be crazy when you hear this. He's starting up his his whole new like group to be on Zed Run, and they're gonna actually own racetracks and sponsor this stuff and charge admission and chart take rakes, and they're gonna run their own like gambling thing. Like, just wait till you hear this. What it's all gonna they're gonna run a lot on what. That's why I wanted to ask that guy earlier about the centralized land or whatever the central land. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not on it, but they're they're gonna be on there. And it's going to be nuts because they're going to have like, um, it's going to, their racetrack's going to be like right across the street from Zed Run's land. Nice. And then nice. it's going to be like congruent to the casino and some airport. Whatever you do with this airport, I don't know, but it's going to be a good show. I mean, we're going to have uh, eight people on here and I, it's going to be a good time. So if you don't know anything at all about Zed Run or you know a little and you want to know more, come on out.
There you go. There you go. So for the Kraken, for NFT God, for Kev D, I'm Russ Heltman. This has been Limited Edition. We'll be back with a jam-packed Zed Run edition of Limited Edition next week right here. Same time, possibly. We might go a little bit earlier, depending on how long we expect the show to be. But we'll keep everybody posted on social media. Uh, follow us at LED Tokens for the show, at Russ Heltman 11 on Twitter. He is at Top Shot Fanatic, and NFT God is the username. And this has been Limited Edition. Have a great week, everybody. Yep. Thanks for coming on, everyone.